Kicking off your mornings with the mixed breakfast and today's best music. Mix FM. So over the weekend, right? I was thinking about you guys again. Wow. About how you you're married for 15 years, right, Aisha? That's right. And pray married for two years. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Now the marriage testing is very interesting because we're going to get two listeners. This is a couple, lah, because they have to be married. If not, we won't call it a marriage test. So two sets of couples. That's right. To come and join y'all and challenge y'all in the test. Now your 15 years of experience will come in handy as you and your husband coordinate and help each other go through the three different tests that are going to put you through. Oh gosh. The two years that pray. Has been married. It's going to be educational as well because it will show that how young love blossoms into what's going to be. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember last week you said, well, you hinted to us because you don't want to tell us what we're going through. But the challenges revolve around communication, yes, teamwork, yep, and what else? The stresses, the stages of marriage, and all. Okay, okay. So that's kind of cool, though. So that means the couples who take part, they also get to learn a little bit more. About their partner, and then they can actually just test the strength of their relationship right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's communication without speaking. You see what I did there? You know. Yeah, silent treatment that works sometimes too. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't know where y'all are going with your multiple years of marriage. So, because we're doing marriage tests this week, you know, we are asking for our listeners to join us. Still looking for couples, by the way. Go to mix.my to find out how to join us and try and win a thousand ringgit. It also got me thinking about property and the future. And I wanted to ask you guys because Rod, you've got 25 years on your belt. Aisha, 15 combined. That's about what 40 years of marriage. Oh, Joe, so wise like Gandalf of marriage. Like, oh. when, when you say that, it makes us feel old. It's so old. Don't don't say like that. Remember, marriage is very nice. Anyway, uh, what I wanted to ask you guys, ah, uh, now imagine the situation. If I were to buy a house before I get married, mm-hmm. okay, so I'm paying the mortgage and the bank and all that, correct? Mm-hmm. And then I get married. Mm-hmm. Now my wife is with me. Yes. Would it be fair for me to ask my wife to now jump in and say, "Hey, since we're married, you so should share for this house, lah." Ah, oh, well. If you're going to like like change the S and P and the house is also going to be under her name, then okay, why not? Okay. But if you're not going to do that, if uh-huh. it's going to be completely your property, yeah, and then maybe she can contribute to utilities or something like that rather than mortgage. Why? Why not mortgage? You are living under. If you're in Kuala, you do mortgage, then she does utilities and groceries. Half half what? Actually, I say oh, don't don't share the house. What? Yeah, you know I mean you share the house, you stay in the house, but you bought the house already. What? In order to change all these things, you have to go through so many paperwork, lah, this, lah, that, lah. And initially, it's your house. You didn't have any problems paying for your house. Why complicate things now? Okay, so you took on that responsibility, so you stick with it, lah. Why ah. you wanna come yes. out, lah? Marriage is a unit. You're like G unit. You have to do this together. Yeah, not calculative. Don't worry. I pay for the house. You just stay inside, lah. Wow. But okay. you know the partner can help ease the burden. What and even better if the partner earns more than you. Here you are asking us about it. Now we are telling you you argue with us some more. What is yeah. yeah. Maybe I want to ask the listeners instead. <laughs> um, hey guys, what do you think? Ah, huh? is it fair if you get your spouse to contribute to the mortgage of your house that you bought when you were single? Call us right now. What do you think about this, Chua? Yeah, it's fair. Ha! Why mm. lah? <laughs> After marriage, and if he has to stay in the same house, I think it's only fair that he contributes. Okay, okay, fair enough. Sean, what do you think? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> you bought the house when you were single because you knew you could afford it. Yes, sir. 
you you did not look into marriage before buying the house, can? Yeah. So once you got married, if your partner says, "Okay, I will contribute," then yes, it's right that she contributes. If not, no way, Jose. Okay, so for you, it's all about that partner and their willingness to do so, but it shouldn't be forced. Correct. You know why? Because why? When you bought the house, the property was under your name. Unless if you're going to tell your partner, "Okay, you contribute half, I'll put half the property under your ah, name." There? Okay, Sean. But what about ah. some people who just don't know how to contribute? So, is it wrong to even have that conversation? Go like, "Hey, baby, you know what? I'm thinking. You know, now that we're married, could you help with the mortgage?" Well, half I mean, yeah, if, if if you put it in that manner, it, it boils down to the lady again. If she says, "Okay, fine, I'll contribute," mm-hmm. then well and done. So it's is it not, fair? No? Now it comes to the other question. So is it fair? I would say it's not. Very simple, Prem. Very simple. Uh. It is always a man's responsibility to care for his partner. Well, that is a very old school thought. But hey, exactly. everyone for every man for himself, every woman for herself too. <laughs> you know, we are changing. Conversation continues. Come share with us what you think. Huh? Is it fair if you get your spouse to contribute to the mortgage of your house that you bought when you were single. Let us know. Jackie, what do you think? Huh? Honestly, I think it's fair. Because if, if you're going to choose to get married, you, this is the first step moving forward that you're going to share expenses, you're going to learn how to share assets, and basically make it clear that, hey, this is how much I earn and this is how much I will contribute. And every contribution to the mortgage has a trace. So basically, it comes from the bank, right? So it, it will say that, for example, me, Jackie has paid, 2000 for this month's mortgage and it's traceable is in the bank so should anything happen and should um, you know there's a there's a bad divorce and all that that property is still a matrimonial property because you decided to get married although the property is not in both name is in his name or her name but as long as there's trails of payments from both sides it is a matrimonial property so why kira kira now when you want to get married you decide to share lah Jackie you're quite it sounds like you're quite knowledgeable on this is this do you work in this area I mean do you do do you practice family law or something like that No, I don't practice law I do a lot of counselling and um, Ah. generally um, you know some people come with similar kind of problems and then yeah we go through the whole process and yeah these are just knowledge knowledge I acquire along the way so Jackie what do you think so they got married this fella has been paying for the house for a long time now the Uh wife says I can contribute does she need to back pay or not of course not because you Uh, see when you get married you get married in 2020 then the property you bought in um 2018 so two years he has been paying right so whatever even if there's a split there's always a consideration okay you've been paying for the rest of the 20 years and i i've been paying for 22 years and this is our breaking point so everything can be calculated because today everything there is trails it's no longer like those days you know when you pay a bank mortgage you go with cash and all that there's no trails okay those days divorces become ugly but today Everything is black and white. So really, you can't run away. Guys, you know that the big news is that maybe by the end of the year, the travel bubble will open up and we can cross border. We can fly here, fly there, everywhere. Only if 90% of Malaysians are fully vaccinated. Yeah, so that's like within states in Malaysia and maybe even overseas travel. Yeah, so far... 
86%. Just four more to go. So we are predicting by next week or mid-October, lah, interstate can travel at least. Lah, kan? Yeah. So I was watching this TikTok video. Mm-hmm. And this TikTok video fella said, here's the kind of things that you can steal from hotels. What? <laughs> steal... As in inverted commas. As in take home oh. without getting into trouble. That's okay, right. Okay, okay, That's okay, right. Okay, because okay. if we travel, now we forget what to do in hotels, you know. I know. We <laughs> need to rebrush or brush up on our etiquette. Lah. Okay. 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 Let me give you the list. Ah. First of all, laundry, dryer, bags for clothes. Take home. You can. I always okay. do this. Okay. Yes. Yep. All right. All right, guys. Good job. Mineral water you can take home. Okay. Yeah. Because you'll drink it up and yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the paper notes and paper pads. Uh-huh. Yeah. Take home. Uh-huh. And the pencils and the pens. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that too lah. Yeah, yeah, because that's like special type of a promotion for them. Because if you exactly. use it, then then they'll see the name it's, of your hotel. It's marketing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know this one. Huh? The room slippers you can take home. Uh, toiletries including body lotion, toothpaste, shower, <laughs> bath gels, everything there in the that toilet. One, if you take don't home. take, then something wrong. Lah. It's a memorabilia. <sighs> lah. You're yeah. one of those. Huh? I do, I do. Because I have a guest room and I prepare that like, oh, welcome to my hotel. Oh, <laughs> you and my husband alike. Lah. <laughs> oh, me too, me too. Oh, okay. I like taking those stuff. Okay, so those are the things you can take home. Everything else cannot. TV, radio, telephone, all. Oh, please don't take Dressing home. Dressing gown. Dressing gown, all. <laughs> Don't take home, huh? Okay, okay, okay. I shall remember that the next time I'm in a hotel, right? And try and behave, behave uh, myself. The iron also cannot. The kettle also cannot. Uh, Don't. Yes. Ah. All, all. The ironing ah. board, no. Ah. Yes. Leave it there. The bed? The bed, actually, uh, some hotels, uh, by the way, mm. they sell the mattress. Uh. Yes, and pillows. And the pillows, yes. So, I can take the pillow. You can't take it, you have to buy oh, it. Okay, I shall okay, buy okay. it. So, you're incorrigible. <laughs> and you're the one that goes on holiday all the time. Eh? My goodness me. So I was reading an article about Catherine Heigl. You remember that actress? Yes, beautiful actress she is. Yes, she was in Grey's Anatomy in yep. the first, like, I don't know, one or two seasons as Dr. Easy Stevens. The problem is, mm-hmm. she was said to be problematic. She was taken uh. off the show. The reason is, she was complaining about the producers, about the production timeline. Okay, okay. And she was doing it quite vocally la, and publicly. Right. But Problem is when she was taken off the show, and then she didn't t- get many shows in Hollywood, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and that kind of affected her career. And I'm thinking, ah, uh, dude, you know what? We all need these jobs that we're in, you know. And yeah. I know it's so much easier said than done. It's like very high minded to say so, but if you need your job, you should never complain about it, lah. You know, True. I, I know it's hard to say this because sometimes you just like, so grum on days. Yeah, especially Chicken. especially now bringing it back to us in our industry. In this country, some more? No, I would never complain as much as you know. Not that I'm saying I don't like this job, but even if I had a problem with management or whatever, I would never say it because here, like I think I've said this before, there's only what two big players in the radio industry. Where else are we gonna go? We leave this place, you know. There's just no way. And I have come from the competitor already. I can't expect to go back to the competitor. You know what so I'm saying? So you cannot like, complain because you complained about them all already, like, <laughs> is it? <laughs> What do you think, huh? Why don't complain? I'm sure you have some grievances in the job, right? So go ahead and make it known, lah. Maybe the she has, like Catherine Heigl has all these booking problems, ah, this, ah, that, lah. And the people are not listening to her, so maybe she has a right to complain. Not happy, complain, and people will make it right again. Yeah, that's the thing, you know. When you voice out your grievances, better changes can happen, right? Ah. 
Uh, I don't know, man. So today I'm saying that if you need your job, you should never complain about it. Let's learn from the mistakes happened in Hollywood and all that. <laughs> what do you think, Zulkifli? If you need your job, you shouldn't complain about it. Well, in life, I mean, you keep the complaint to the minimum. Lah. Let's say your new boss during interview asking why you want to leave your previous job. Of course, you can't complain. Lah. Mm-hmm. Ah. I mean, <laughs> but if, let's say, you already got the job, and maybe some of your colleagues are asking why you left the job. Huh? You can complain to the bare minimum. I don't think you should do what the actress did, like complain to, to the media and all that. Uh, she put uh, herself in a bad image. A person who too much complain also is very bad. So Fatin, what do you think about this? Huh? If you need your job, you should never complain about it. I think you should complain. If you have something to do with your work, if you have problems with it, you have to talk about it. If you don't talk, then nobody knows what you are facing, what you are, uh, what problems that you are having. So complain is a must. Okay. But if you complain, 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 and then you will uh-huh. be labelled as a complainer. And uh, I don't think so because I did complain about my superior before, and ah. then uh, the results go by the company did send the superior to a camp wow. to improve the leadership. So, wow, and it worked? Uh, apparently not. I don't think that the camp is working, lah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But at least they tried to do something about it. Okay. Yeah, so I want to know today, what do you think about this? If you need your job. You should never complain about it. That's what I'm stating out loud today. Give us a call, Daron. Let's define the word complain. Uh. Okay. Yeah, complain without any solution, any any just like a box of a bag of hot air, then I think the management would not okay. uh, appreciate you. Mm-hmm. What you should do is be constructive. What do you uh-huh. want to complain about? What's the problem? Provide solutions. Don't just be a, a loud mouth uh, complaining about everything, complaining about life, complaining about this. Hey, if I come out with the complaints and the solution, might as well I be management myself. Uh, this is up to you how you look at it. <laughs> I think uh, if you look at it at Ron's point of view, it's got something, he's on to something here. Yeah, yeah. So if you make your complaints objective mm-hmm. and you don't come off so- sounding too whiny, mm-hmm. then it's valid. Lah. Maybe Catherine Heigl went on a really whiny trip yeah, and, and then therefore that happened. She didn't offer any solutions. I like that. So before yeah. you book your appointment with your boss to complain about mm. whatever work situation you're not too happy with, sit down and brainstorm with yourself what kind of solutions would you help suggest because mm-hmm. then the boss, yeah, you get your point across because yeah. you don't, you know, but you suka you get to talk about and it doesn't backfire yeah. and make you look bad. And be objective. I have no idea what exactly that means, but okay. <laughs> factual, la, okay. complain. Then factual. say la, factual, objective, okay, la, subjective. La, la, I want to complain about you not understanding me. La. <laughs> okay, okay, guys, okay. The Mixed Breakfast with Aisha Rodden-Prim and today's best music. Mix FM.